Getting a better night's sleep has never been more affordable. Nectar is an incredible value for a quality product. In fact, similar mattresses from competitors cost hundreds more. And they don't come with $3.99 in accessories, including pillows, luxury antimicrobial sheets, and a mattress protector, all for one low price. Starting at $4.99, Nectar provides ultimate comfort for every sleeper. Their memory foam mattress layers have the ideal ratio of softness, firmness, and support. Get peace of mind with a full-year trial and a forever warranty. Join the over 2 million sleepers that sleep on a Nectar. Nectar. Nectar is currently running their biggest offer ever, $3.99 in accessories plus $100 off. You can improve your whole sleep experience this year when you buy a Nectar mattress, as every mattress comes with pillows, luxury antimicrobial sheets, and a mattress protector, all for one low price, starting at $4.99. Get a 365-night home trial, a forever warranty, free shipping, and returns, all from the convenience of your own home. Visit Nectarsleep.com to get your new mattress today. Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Combos. My name's Ashley, and this is my cousin, confidant, and co-host, Reagan. And here we like to discuss things that are going on in the world. And what's going on in our own lives. Nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and join us for another Saturday Night Conversation. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Convos, where we're going to inform you about everything you need to know about the Canadian. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. We'll try and cover it all. I don't know if there's really that much to cover, though, Ashley. Not really. No. I don't know. Okay, so if you didn't know, there is a Canadian election coming up on September 20th, 2021, because Justin Trudeau called one. He was like, hey, what's a better way to spend $600 million? Than have an election. Exactly. Yeah. And the best part is he wanted a majority because he thought he'd get one. And... I don't think it's going to happen. So just a little bit of a recap on how his, uh, what's that called? Um, he's basically touring the country and, you know, trying to, what is that word called? It's been a long day. Um, apparently it's not going very well. You're about to raise your hand. I have no idea what that is. Um, basically, you know, people have basically said, you know, fuck Trudeau, held up signs, throws stones They're at protesting, him. protesting, protesting. Oh Thank my you. Um, so it has not been going very well for Trudeau, apparently. Um, yeah. Okay, but I'm just I'm looking at the polls, and conservatives have thirty two point four percent. Liberals have 32.2%. So that's 64. It's going to come down to the way the liberals, or not the liberals, the conservatives fall on a lot of issues. And I see cracks in the conservatives platform and in their leader, but we'll get into that when we talk about what they're for in this election. Mm hmm. So, yeah, so election, September 20th, fun times. I already voted, Ashley. Have you voted? I have not yet voted. You have not voted. You know what? I was going to wait until election day this year to vote because I usually do the early polls. And after watching the dumpster fire, which was the English language debate, yes, we have two different language debates here in Canada, folks. Fun times because we have I, two official languages. I decided to just get it done with because I didn't want to deal with it anymore. Okay, can I? I did not watch it. Why was it such a you know, shit the, the way so the way that a lot of the questions were framed were very accusatory. Um to whoever had to answer the questions there wasn't really any debate there was a lot of like back and forth like well Mm. you didn't do this right but you know just a lot of inviting um 
the uh, French dude, the Bloc Quebec, the Bloc Quebecois. That's it. He was like, he was probably the funniest part of the debate because he would just go off on tangents about Quebec separatism when he was asked like questions about the climate or the economy or something well well if quebec separates there'll be less climate whatever well and then and then the like moderator accused quebec of being like um se- like racist and segregationist which <laughs> they are not quebec is not a racist province Anyways, yeah, it was a shit show. It was a dumpster uh, fire. It was fun. oh my gosh. By the end of it, I didn't even want to watch the political analysis. I just went to bed. That's how bad it was. I know. You're like, this is not bringing me joy. Oh my god. Okay, so let's talk about how our electoral system works here first. Because that's kind of different. I like the American system. You know I'm pro-American on a lot of things. I'm a wannabe American. Mm-hmm. But the Americans have it figured out. Because there you can vote for your president, your senator, and your representative. Yes. You get three separate votes for three separate positions. But here in Canada, because we fall under the Westminster style of government and we're a British monarchy or British what's the word? British colony. We follow the British system where we have one vote and that vote determines who our representative is as well as the prime minister which is horse crap in Mm -hmm. my because I don't like it. I don't like it, Ashley. Um, I agree with you. I was just reading something, so and I was just like, "Wow, NDP, that that's horseshit." Um, no, I. The my problem is is I usually go NDP on things, uh, mostly because I. I'm social services, so I like spending, but then I'm also just like, there has to be a cap on things because let's be honest, if we spend, 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 or it's going to be, we're going to have a, a huge, a huge, whatever that's called. Deficit. Um, deficit. That's the word I was going to say. Um, and that's kind of where we're at right now. Like our, um, the deficit we have right now because of COVID um is going to go until like 2000 sorry 2072 um and like the liberals have not helped that um so ashley are you telling me that you are going from progressive ndp to conservative you know what i'm so I guess where I'm at right now is I am not a fan of Justin Trudeau. I have not been since the start. I do not. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, so really, so I guess my issue is, is the person I vote for to represent my area, mm-hmm. I have not been like, just because I vote for him, them and I like them mm-hmm. does not mean I like who is the leader of that party yep right so i've always kind of felt that disconnect and i felt that since i've started voted voting and i've been able to vote for over 10 years Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's and it's hard because like if you're like yay i'm gonna vote ndp ndp has never actually formed an actual minority or majority government they did form a minority Okay, sorry. They formed a minority. They've never formed a majority. Yeah. Hey, guys. Sorry for the interruption. I uh, just want to do a quick fact check. Ashley was correct. The NDP has never gained a minority or majority government in terms of uh, being 
the ruling party of Canada. But in 2011, they did gain uh, official status as being the official opposition uh, party of Canada. And that was under Jack Layton, who later uh, disclosed he had cancer. Um, they haven't regained that place since. And that is what I was thinking of when we were talking about this. Anyways, just wanted to, to do a quick correction on that. Ashley was correct. And thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the show. So if I'm like, yay, let's vote NDP, which I'm 100% for NDP, the person that is going for NDP in my area has been awesome. Um, however, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's and I find it's a lot of what I'm finding a lot in the current is election is that it's a lot of like name calling or not name calling. It's a lot of like, well, you guys didn't do this, and like instead yeah. of just like, well, nothing's actually getting done here. Instead of the fact that however many bodies of children have been found on Native, you know what I mean? Like, what are the actual issues? Mm-hmm. Who's actually going to fix this? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's yep. more, I think when you get more into, like, the political parties of it, it becomes more about that instead of what the issues are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you have to pick a couple of issues that are just important to you and vote based on that, I guess, right? For this, I mean, after I watched the debate, it was such a dumpster fire. Exactly. After I thought of it, it kind of reminds you of like uh, the Biden and uh, whatever Trump debates, where it was just like. It was worse than that. It, it, because there were like six of them or five of them oh right there yeah. so if we're looking at the political spectrum for people that aren't from canada you've got the moderate in the middle which is kind of where i see myself falling i'm kind of right in the middle on the left you've got the liberal and then on the further left you've got the ndp which is those progressives <laughs> And then you've got the Green Party, which is more progressive. And then on the other side, on the right, you've got the Conservatives. And then the- a large spectrum of Conservatives. And then you've got the PPC, which is like the People's the People's Party of Canada, but it's like the, it's kind of like the Tea Party movement. Yeah. Huh? They're not socialists. The NDP is socialist. Okay. Yeah. The PPC is like the fringe party, which is kind of like the tea, the tea, um, the Tea Party movement in the states mm. that happened after Obama was elected a second time. So, there you go. Anyways, yeah, no. So after watching the debate, I I went to bed that night and I I slept. I didn't sleep good, but I kept thinking. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, the two most important issues to me are healthcare and affordability. Mm-hmm. Those are my two issues. And I voted based on healthcare. I didn't vote conservative because in their plan, they're promising $60 billion for healthcare, which is all fine and good. But that's backloaded for the last four years of a 10 year um 10 year like time period right the ndp is saying well let's do all this stuff and i just think it's too far reaching right you can't tell provinces you have to have a pharmacare program and you have to give free dental it's it's too far reaching so I went in the middle and and technically I will say provinces like uh, Ontario has done um like Ontario has Trillium mm-hmm. and Ontario has Ontario has programs for mm-hmm. seniors. Mm-hmm. The problem is that not everybody knows about it. Yeah. 
So, like, there is programs out there. And yeah. like some of them are jointly funded, like through the what's that, whatever it's called, uh, like the the Canada Health Transfer. Yeah, that is federally funded. Yeah, or it is. Yeah, so that that's the fund that the Conservatives are promising sixty billion dollars for, but mm-hmm. most of that'll come in the last four years of a ten-year cycle. Right. Yeah. They're like, just keep us around, and eventually you'll get money. Yeah. So I mean, I. You know what? And I'm not afraid to say I voted a liberal. I voted a liberal simply because they're not saying they want to cut health care. They're going to still fund health care. I mm-hmm. don't love Trudeau. But in my opinion, he is the best choice out of the worst possible lineup of candidates you could have. Because let's be honest, there's nobody to vote for. No, I, in all honesty, I can't think who's, who's, oh, Aaron O'Toole. I really, in all honesty, I actually got mail from Aaron O'Toole and I've gotten two letters. Mr. Yeah, Mr. (laughs) Ashley. Yeah, I got that. Um, But yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. So I really don't know who to vote for so see and and in my opinion so the cons Aaron O'Toole to me is like the Trojan horse trying to get into the gates of Jericho Mm -hmm. he's promising all of these things he's saying 60 billion for healthcare he's saying I'm pro-choice he's saying I believe in climate change all of this stuff but his party, the people behind him, most of them don't believe in climate change. Most, I won't say most, but some are unvaccinated. And they some... don't believe in massive spending, like the 60 mm-hmm. billion he's promising. And so for me, he's all show and talk. But if he gets in, what is actually going to come to fruition? Because you know, mm. most of his party is not going to support 60 billion for healthcare, pro choice. Let's regulate the gun still, right? And all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just my opinion. No, but, I don't know. And right, you're entitled to that opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Did you have any more to say on that, Ashley? I will say I do know one conservative who is like pro gun control mm-hmm. or like not like he he's all gun like pro gun. So he is a conservative and he whatever. So again, I I'm not gonna say like anything more about like guns, but I I I haven't read through all of their platforms. But I just have it like up on my phone. It's, I think the biggest thing is, guys, just if you do vote, which please do, please, whoever you vote for, if you want to vote Bloc Quebecois, do it. Well, you can't vote Bloc Quebecois in Ontario. Oh, you can only vote. You can only vote in for Bloc Quebecois in Quebec. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Yes, actually, oh, you can only vote for the Bloc Québécois in Quebec because they are a Quebec party. Because Quebec is a separate nation or a whatever. Anyways, basically, what we're saying, people, is it doesn't matter who you vote for. We don't care who you vote for, but if you are Canadian, go and vote because people died to give us the right. This right. To- I mean, exactly. I. I went to mark my ballot when I went to the poll yesterday and it kind of struck me that there are people around the world. And I mean, let's think of Afghanistan right now, which was, I mean, they had a corrupt government before they were taken over, but people there can't vote now. So there's so many people around the world and it's just so easy to take this for granted. Mm-hmm. But uh, just go vote. It takes five minutes. All right. I'm just looking at the taxes. 
conservatives conservatives want to implement a month-long gst holiday oh i know i know oh wait all purchases made at retail stores will be tax-free for this month Ooh, that's nice yeah but what are what are they taking away in exchange for it did you see the swish la commercial no go on twitter afterwards and type in swish la aaron (laughs) o'toole oh my god it's probably dumb yeah uh yeah okay so what are our top issues what's the top issue for you and we'll see where each party falls okay let me there's a great website people will post it with the description but it's basically on CBC and it gives you every single issue and all of the party's stances on said issues. Um, probably. Okay. So the one that I'm looking at is it has like eight boxes and it has healthcare, long-term care, housing, taxes, post-pandemic recovery, vaccines, climate change, and childcare. So out of those, I would probably say housing. Um. So the liberals want to introduce a new rent-to-own program to help make it easier for renters to get on the path towards home ownership, which I like think is awesome. But Mm -hmm. let's you got to keep on reading the fine print. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. I think. I think there can be more done instead of rent to own that like get the yeah. actual housing prices down. Yeah. Because they're just too damn high. Um the conservatives have promised to build one million homes over three years, launch an indigenous housing strategy, and convert 15% of federal government property into housing. Okay, so if you're going to build one million houses over three years, where, 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 where exactly are we building these houses? Like, like are they poofing up? And, and are they poofing up? Like, are they? Are we just being like, and houses? Like, exactly where? Because I know, like, in Windsor, for example, like because, and this was also because of COVID, like, there's like. N- like especially like social housing it's not that we just need houses we need affordable housing let's get that straight there needs to be a word in front of it affordable thank you thank you conservatives (laughs) oh my gosh they'll put them in the cornfields so that we can't grow our food okay okay and then that food prices will go sky high Oh my gosh. So sidetrack this a little bit. So there's like this, you know, like basic, I don't want to call it like a bitching site, but like basically like people go onto the site and are just like, oh my gosh, there's like so much like agricultural land around this town. And I'm like, it's an agricultural area. So if we're like building this million house, like there's 33 million people in Canada. And half of the population lives between Windsor and Quebec City. Yeah. So where exactly are we build- building these million homes? In none of it? Dude, Jagmeet Singh talked about moving people up to Northern Ontario in the debate. Who actually wants to live in Northern Ontario? <laughs> he's like, he's like, we'll have some immigrants move to Northern Ontario. <laughs> that's such, that's Do such immigrants like even know what Northern Ontario is like. <laughs> okay, immigrants. Do you know what bears are? <laughs> It was the stupidest thing I ever heard. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So the NDP for housing says it will build, renovate, and preserve 1.7 million homes over the next four years and force the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation to cut mortgage interest rates by 25%. They are committed to building 500,000 affordable homes, as you so eagerly pointed out, over the next decade and has promised the creation of 30-year mortgages insured by the Canadian Housing Corporation. Okay, and all of that is great. However, there needs to be somebody overseeing all of this shit. Because let's be honest, there's nobody somebody not overseeing it unless it's like the the Canadian I don't know. Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay. I don't know. The Bloc Québécois because let's be honest we have we have to include them because they're just kind of funny we also need i want to know the green party's stances okay so the black says it's calling for ottawa to devote one percent of its annual income to social community and affordable housing that actually seems pretty reasonable it wants surplus it wants surplus federal properties to be used for development of these homes with money from the national housing strategy to help co-ops buy buildings to convert into affordable housing. Okay, why is the block the block? Like, that should why, be, like, why, a liberal why is, idea. Why is the block Quas idea the best of them all? I don't know. Actually, I will say, like, the NDPs, like, I, I'm vibing for it, but, like, I still want to know where there's million million like we can throw like a random effing number and be like we're gonna build two billion homes yeah where 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 yeah. where yeah yeah in skyscrapers uh, I don't know I don't know okay the green party the greens want an empty home tax on foreign and in corporate residential property owners, which is actually a good idea, who leave units vacant and to strengthen regulations of foreign investment in residential real estate. This is a good idea because this is what is driving up the housing prices right now. It's the damn foreign investors. Yes, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, It's, it's a good idea. But see, the green vote, it's an empty vote. Right? I mean... Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, in the People's Party, this is probably the best one. The People's Party platform makes no mention of housing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. Okay. What is their big, like, People's Party, what is their big, like, pull... Um, it's basically people who are who have just had it with the liberals and with the conservatives and with the bureaucracy of it all. Oh, right? okay. They're saying like as few rules as possible, just let people coexist and figure it out on their own. It's basically what they're okay. saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You have a kid, so let's look at kids child child care okay the liberals are investing 30 billion over five years for a national child care system a key part of their spring budget so this is this is like the ten dollar a day child care thing mm-hmm. which how do you feel about that good idea bad idea um i think it's a good idea i feel like a lot more um, like it makes childcare a lot more accessible to all individuals, right? Like it's yeah. it puts us all on an equal playing field. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not leaving it up to the provinces. Yeah, yeah. it's so I think it's a good idea. Okay, the conservatives, and this is what I think will be one of the breaking factors for them in the polls. Conservatives would cancel the liberal program but allow provinces and territories that ink deals to keep the funds already paid out. 
The Tory plan would convert the existing childcare expense deductions into refundable tax credit to cover up to 75% of childcare for lower income families. So he basically, he said this in the debate and he basically lost most support in Quebec because as somebody so elegant, eloquently um, like pointed out on CBC, childcare in Quebec is like a sacred cow. <laughs> yeah, but they have don't don't they have do they have subsidized childcare? They do. Yeah, they do. But uh, yeah, so I think this will be I think this will be a breaking point for a lot of families though, because we've done that we've done the tax credit thing right, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. Okay, the NDP want a national universal child care program like they want everything else to be universal. Uh, they're also pledging to create more child care spaces across the country. I know, but they're not they're not saying how much it's gonna cost. Like they're not putting any money to it. Yep. They they're just like their their entire it's they're just like it's gonna happen. Their entire plan hasn't been costed at all. They're like they're like, here's our fairy godmother. Just just give her your wish list and it's going to happen. Yes, the money grows on trees. Yeah. Exactly. This okay. is our money tree. Um the Green Party is Oh, going- oh. And then with the NDP too, it does say immediately work with the provinces to build a universal $10 a day childcare system. Yeah. So they're leaving it up to the provinces. I don't think that's well. That's what Trudeau's doing. Uh, the provinces are negotiating through the Liberal plan. They're negotiating. Um, to do the fifty percent formula. Okay. So that um, they're able to create more spaces and lower childcare costs. Okay. You need to watch the just- CBC. Apparently, I do. Uh, I just think like the liberals are build the want to build 250 new high quality childcare spaces. That is huge. That huh? is huge. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, the People's Party. We'll skip to the People's Party. They also <laughs> don't have a plan for childcare. <laughs> Um, okay, what's, what's, what's your, like, third most important issue? I want to know what King Black Quebecois wants to do at the Green Party. Well, the Green Party just wants to have universal childcare, and the Bloc says pr- protect, protect Quebec's childcare. We got some exciting stuff here in Canadian politics, you know. Okay, uh... Post pandemic recovery. This this would be interesting. Okay. Oh, the liberals. Uh, the liberals say they want to extend the Canadian or the Canada Recovery Hiring Program to March thirty first next year, giving a credit to employers who bring on new hires. Um. They also want to create training and work opportunities for as many as 28,000 young people so that they can assist small and medium-sized businesses in adopting new technology. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think of that? Uh, it seems pretty standard. I mean, see, the thing the thing about so the liberals never have wanted to have a um like a universal income or whatever right mm-hmm. the, the the reason why we had serb is because of the ndp and let's be honest that saved a lot of people yeah right and i i i personally am for a universal income i think i think it would be a great thing i think it would cost a lot of money but yeah. i think it could pull it would get a lot of people off of 
disability. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it would make them more like accountable to their self. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I think the mo- the better people are feeling about themselves, the more likely people are going to go out and pursue other things. Yeah. Yeah. So right. When we're, when we have people on um, like very low incomes and let's be honest. So like our, disability income is like just over a thousand dollars so eleven hundred dollars so like down here in southern ontario that doesn't go very far like barely like you're 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 not me you're barely probably meeting basic needs yeah so i don't know i'm all for living wage or living income yeah yeah Anyways, I think the liberals, like, it's a good thing that they're keeping those programs going till March of next year because we're not out of the pandemic yet. Um, and it'll help small businesses too. I think, you know, I, I just, I think that continuing on with that universal income would mm-hmm. just be such a great thing. So, yeah. But. The conservatives say they want to wind down emergency spending in a responsible way and help the hardest hit sectors. What would be responsible with conservatives? Because I feel like the majority of conservatives would just be like axing it on day one and saying like, sorry, you're on your own. Whereas Mm -hmm. Mr. O'Toole is like, we will wind this down slowly. So everybody everybody he's trying to pander right he's trying to pander. Mm-hmm. everybody everybody will be okay i'll give you i'll give you tax-free shopping in december Ooh-hoo. it'll all be okay plus when you go christmas shopping you can get 50 percent off a meal there you go yeah <laughs> Here you can get thirty. You you can save that thirteen percent in December. We're just gonna raise those taxes in January. That's right. That's right. Um, they do promise loans up to two hundred thousand for small and medium businesses. Um, and they pledge to rebuild the airline sector, which is corrupt as ever. But what else? Um. The Democrats, the Democrats, like we already said, they're they're for the the spending. They want to continue the stuff. They they promise to extend the wage and rent subsidies for small businesses. I I would agree with them in this area. I would I would agree. With them. Mm-hmm. Um, the block has no policy on this matter. The Greens say they will create green jobs for those who have been severely affected what is a green job ashley i'm guessing something in the green sector i guess so the party's platform also pledges to extend wage and rent subsidies until covid restrictions are fully lifted Mm -hmm. and the people's party the People's Party criticized liberal spending during the COVID crisis that had the support of other parties. The People's Party says it would phase out all COVID spending programs and reverse new spending programs announced by the Trudeau government. It pledges to eliminate all corporate subsidies. The party says it supports emergency provincial measures to protect the most vulnerable, but opposes bailing out provinces that impose economically destructive lockdowns. Did that win your vote? I like how it's like, you can spend money, but we're not going to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's no virus to worry about. You don't need to shut your economy down. It's okay. What's up there, Donald Trump? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is just, honestly, it's a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire, Ashley. It, no, it, 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 there's really no, like, I'm kind of feel like we're talking again about 
the last American election. Like, there's no great choice. Like, yeah. when I voted last time, which really was not all that long ago, I was confident in what I voted for. I was like, I'm voting, same as I normally do. Now I'm just like, yeah, I don't really know what I want to vote for. Okay. Yep. Yep. I, I don't know what to say. Like I said, it's a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. It's a dumpster fire. Okay, do you want to hear where they all fall in vaccines? Oh, this is like okay. this is like a current topic, right? Sure. A lot of debate about this. Let's so, hear it. We already know that the liberals are for like mandating vaccines. Yeah. The conservatives would not demand that federal servants and travelers are vaccinated. Instead, unvaccinated public servants would need to pass a daily rapid test because we know how reliable those are. And travelers would also need to pass a rapid test or present negative test results. So you don't need to be vaccinated, but you have to get tested. Mm. The NDP supports mandatory vaccinations for federal servants, public servants, sorry. Um, yeah, they're pro-vaccine. The block supports people getting vaccinated, but has questioned the constitutionality of the government's policy on mandating vaccines. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Greens are pro-vaccines. You know, they're progressive. <laughs> and the, okay. pe- the People's Party says it opposes vaccine mandates and regular testing for federal civil servants and those working in federal regulated industries. It would repeal vaccine passports for travelers opposed similar Uh, measures imposed by provinces and support individuals and groups that challenge such measures in court. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's Canadian politics, people. (laughs) Yeah, you have one extreme to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. What has this world come to, Ashley? I have no idea. I truly don't. What? I like... Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I do know, though? Mm-hmm. So there was a big story that actually made the CNN News website about Trudeau getting pelted with rocks here mm-hmm. in London. And it turns out they're investigating it, but there were protesters from a PPC candidate, like who support a PPC candidate, who were at this rally. And the majority of people at that rally were PPC people. And the same day this news comes out, I heard a commercial on the radio for the PPC candidate who supports Rats Rally. Mm. I heard three, actually. I heard three different ads from this lady. I emailed the radio station and said, this took place and you should remove her ads. I got a reply yesterday that said, while we cannot remove, we, we have to, they have to run election ads because it's like, mandated. Mm-hmm. They said they had removed some of the ads that were exaggerated and that they would rewrite their policy or rethink their policy on election ads in the future. That's cool. Yeah. So speaking up, people actually just make a difference sometimes. There you go. You know, I have seen some signs, but I, I haven't heard any kind of ads or anything for the PPC because those yeah. are like the purple sides right 
Yeah. Yeah, we have like three or four of them in our neighborhood. I've seen some. I was like, what are those? Yeah. Again, I haven't really been paying attention. The first time I saw signs, I was like, ugh, election. See, and I cut myself off from CNN pretty much. So I've been watching CBC staying up to date on all the election. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm feeling like I need to watch less CBC. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So to go over, so for the liberals, Justin Trudeau is running. For the conservatives, Aaron O'Toole is running. For what's it called? NDP Jagmi. I how do you pronounce his name? I just say Jagmi. Jagmi Singh is running. Hi, Sai. My apologies. Um, for Bloc Québécois. You can't vote for the Bloc Québécois unless you're in Never Quebec, mind. But it's Yves Francois Bloc Québécois. And then for the Green Party, it's Maxine? No, it's Anna Mee Paul. Come on. She was the only woman on the debate stage. And I will say this about Anna Mee Paul. If she were an MP running in my district as a liberal, I would Mm -hmm. vote for her. I would... She... She's... She can hold her own. She's a good speaker. Um, just it seems like she has a really good presence in explaining herself. Um, and maybe that's just me. Um, maybe that's what I saw. But if she were, I mean, she has issues in her party. She can't get any funding because her party doesn't like her. So she's literally just done her campaign in Toronto the entire time. Um, but if she were an MP running in my area as a liberal, I would vote for her. Okay, so wait, it's just how many seats does the Green Party have? They had three, I believe. But one of them changed to liberal. And there's been a lot of infighting with the Green Party. Her leadership was almost taken away from her. As I said, she can't get funding. Her party's withholding funding from her. So she can't, like, actually campaign. Yeah. Interesting. hmm Yeah. Yeah. And who is the leader for the People's Party of Canada, Ashley? I want to say, is that Maxine Bernier? Yes, well done. I, I have no idea how I know that. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Apparently, I was doing a little bit more reading than I thought I was. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, okay, you look at this. Story time. So my father, who is retired and has really did he did he go and work the polls? He's going to. Oh, I'm so excited for him. <laughs> Do you know how many hours he has to spend at the polls on election day? How many? Yes. Like 10. 15 and a half at least. <laughs> At least, Ashley. He came home and he's like, what in the world did you girls get me into? What did I get myself into? (laughs) At least 15 and a half hours. He's going to have so much fun. (laughs) He can't leave the premises. He also, he also, so when you're a pool worker, you can't wear um, clothing that has like party colors on it. So you can't be like partisan. So you can't have red, blue, green, purple, orange. Did I say blue? Yeah. So you can't wear like those five or six colors. Um, and so the other night he had written down on a piece of paper, X'd out the colors that he couldn't wear. 
and he was looking up every party's color <laughs> and he was worrying about what he would wear <laughs> the oh my gosh yeah yeah but uh yes he is working the polls you people if you are listening and you work the polls for this election or really any election you are like you are doing the lord's work like it is not easy i've done it and i if i i i think i did when i did the polls for the ontario election i think i did 12 hours Maybe 12 and a half, 13. And I literally just sat on my phone the whole time and directed people as they came in. It wasn't really that hard, but it was a long day. If I was told I had to do 15 plus hours, I would have walked out and said, see you later. <laughs> so people, if you are working the polls, you are, God bless you, you do the Lord's work. Aww. So cute. Oh my god. Yeah. So it'll be a really quiet day, let me tell you. Yeah, it will be. It'll probably be a quiet couple days. Like after he said, <laughs> you know, he'll he'll be dead to the world for at least another 24 hours. So is there anything else that you can think about that you think is important to note for Canadian election? Other than the fact that the system's stupid and there's nobody to vote for, I think we covered it all. I think we covered it. I think so. Really, people, if you take anything away from this, it should be just to go vote. If you want to write in somebody, I honestly don't know if you can do that. Yeah, I know you can do no. it in the States. I'm not sure if you can do it here. But no, you just, you just want... like cross it off. Well, if you want to write in someone, write in someone. If you want to say the moon should be prime minister, then let the moon be prime minister. Oh, hell, the moon. I don't know. There, there's so much division and there's so much animosity. And with the creation of the PPC, uh, you can really see sort of what happened in the states under, you know, the growth of, you know, the anger in the Republican Party and Trump mm-hmm. and Trumpism and all that. Like, that's starting to bubble up here. And I really hope that with this election, it's kind of just like, if even if it's the liberals that get in again, which, I mean, they're neck and neck at this point. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a slim, slim. Uh, this is my prediction. I believe it will be a slim, slim, slim as can be minority for the liberals. Mm. I think they'll they'll just skate by but the skin of their teeth. But even if it's conservative, I really just pray it's the fresh start. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just. We're done. Just, Let's move on. I think we just need something new. Like, I, I, you know what? Justin Trudeau has done, he has done his part. You know, mm-hmm. nothing. We wish him well. We bid him farewell. And Well, and you know what? The funny thing is with Canadian politics is. It's, they don't, it's not just two terms. No, no, that's not it. You know, whoever is going to win, it's going to be a minority. Mm-hmm. And like that, with the snap of your fingers, we can be in an election again. Yes. More signs. Do you remember I, when we were kids? I think it was when Paul Martin was in office. But there were like back to back to back to back elections. I don't know. There were like five elections in a row within the span of two or two and a half years. Really? Yes. I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. So, and that's just the way it works here, right? It's the minority system where if the government can't withstand a confidence vote, it's back to the polls and let's form Mm -hmm. a new government. 
And so whoever wins, it might be really fast. Mm -hmm. You could be back at the polls again within a year and a half. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, just go vote, people. Make your voice heard. Exactly. Otherwise, you can't complain. No, and then I think that's the biggest thing is I meet people who have never voted. And I think we're, as you said before, we're very fortunate to have that right to vote. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do your research, yep. decide who you want to vote for, and just go do it. And yep. technically, you can go vote now. Mm-hmm. Like, advanced polls are open. Yep. It's really easy to do. Technically, you could have mailed your ballot in. So well, you can still you can still request a mail-in ballot until the 14th. Now here's the stupid thing. And I don't know about them though, but I know here they have limit they they're limited on the amount of places where they can vote. Mm. Because of schools being closed to the public and places not wanting to host polls. Mm-hmm. So there are people who have to, who are like five kilometers from their voting location this year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like my friend lives in an apartment building and she has to go all the way downtown to vote on election day. And so it's that, that, that is one thing that bugs me about this election is voter disenfranchisement Mm -hmm. and just right like making it harder to vote no that that does make sense like it's and i mean elections canada it's nonpartisan, and it's obviously because of covid but still like this it and it'll affect voter turnout Mm -hmm. right so especially like our our older population who Like, if you think about, like, nursing homes and, like, that kind of stuff, like, yep, I don't know, it's, <sighs> did we really need a thing right now? Like, was it really necessary? But, yeah. Oh, well, that is what it is. We're here it now. It is. Exactly. We're here now. Lord help us all. Put our hands up in the air. Okay, guys. So that is the Canadian election. Um, Go vote. Have your voice be heard. Uh, We have an ample amount of parties. And you have a bonus one if you're in Quebec. Um, (laughs) Just a little surprise. Um... And the Quebec yeah. people are like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. We knew that. I don't know. I just always thought we could all vote for no. the Black Chemical. You don't live in Quebec, Ashley. Okay, well, I know that now. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions for topics you want us to, um, you know, throw our shit about, uh, just let us know. Um, oh, 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 we have oh. really exciting news, Ashley. What we have so, and I haven't posted it to social media yet. I will, I will get to it. You can now hear us, Ashley and Reagan, of Saturday Night Convos on both Amazon Music by searching Saturday Night Convos, and this is the kind of cool part on Audible. Have you heard of Audible, Ashley? I have. Okay. So Audible just isn't for ebooks or audio audiobooks now. It's for podcasts. So you can hear us on Amazon Music and on Audible by searching Saturday Night Convos. And you can also find us on all I of our regular. I don't sense your enthusiasm, Ashley. I'm just saying, I am very. That is very. Exciting. That is very exciting news, Ashley. Regan and is you, very excited. You can also find us on all of our regular right. streaming platforms like Apple Music and Spotify and iHeartRadio. And all of them are listed directly in our link tree on our Instagram as Saturday Night Convos. So you should go and listen. And then you should comment and tell us what you think and write us so that we know what you like and so that we can cater exactly. more to you. 
All you exactly. have to do, if you don't go through the link tree, all you have to do is search Saturday Night Combos and we'll pop up. Because Ashley chose such a unique name for us. Exactly. It's extremely <laughs> unique. Um, and it's also a Saturday night and we're having a combo. So oh, Saturday night combo. <laughs> I know, right? Like what's happening? Okay. So if you have any questions, just uh, DM us on Instagram um, at, sad- at Saturday night combos or send us an email at Saturday night combos at gmail.com. We ha- hope you all have a fantastic week. Uh, and just keep on living and vibing and we will chat with you next time and go vote and of course go vote but only if you live in canada (laughs) just showing up to a voting station in the u.s (laughs) i'm ready (laughs) who's going to be my prime minister (laughs) okay guys have a great night bye Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.